Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. People of the internet, welcome to Modern Day Debate. Tonight, we are debating, does systematic racism exist? We have James Hake of the Hake Report crossing swords with Hunter Avalon. And going first tonight is Hunter Avalon, so I will turn it over to Hunter for his 10-minute opening statement. Hunter, the floor is all yours. Thank you very much. Of course, I'm taking the position that systemic racism is absolutely real, and it's an almost undeniable fact, I would say. So I wrote something out. I will read it as quickly as I can. Uh, part of the reason systemic racism is so hard to understand is because it's multifaceted with downstream results from several historical policies. Excuse me. Some policies had the intention to screw over black people, while others are simply a result of an already broken system. Uh, so systemic racism is defined as a form of racism that is embedded in the laws and regulations of a society or an organization. In simple terms, systemic racism refers to a system that disproportionately negatively affects black people. That's going to be the definition that I am using today uh, because that is the definition and it's a simpler explanation. So systemic racism does not require intentionally racist laws to still be a big issue. Uh, so, for example, in 1934, the Federal Housing Administration successfully segregated neighborhoods on the basis of race, first incentivizing builders to build suburban neighborhoods with the requirement that no black people were allowed to purchase in those communities. This forced black people into urban housing projects. Uh, and at the same time, the Federal Housing Administration refused to insure mortgages in and near African-American neighborhoods, which was a policy called redlining. Maps would be color-coded with red lines to indicate risky, quote, areas to insure. Now, you might be thinking, this is a really long time ago. And yes, you'd be right. But the problem is that these discriminatory policies have a lasting effect to this day. Uh, according to the Brookings Institute, for the last two generations, we see higher starting poverty rates, lower upward mobility rates, and higher downward mobility rates for Black people. The higher rates of poverty among Black people is almost entirely a result of redlining. Americans generate wealth using their home equity, but for decades, Blacks were restricted from growing generational wealth due to redlining. Uh, according to the Encyclopedia of Chicago, redlining had pernicious and damaging effects. Without bank loans and insurance, redlined areas lacked the capital essential for investment and redevelopment. As a result, suburban areas received preference for residential investment at the expense of poor and minority neighborhoods in cities like Chicago. Uh, so after this policy was finally done away with, it was unfortunately too late. Black people lost out on a huge chance to grow wealth to pass down to their children. And since the suburban homes increased in value over the decades, black people were no longer able to afford the nicer homes, leading to significantly less upward mobility compared to their white counterparts. This is still impacting black people today. Brookings Institute again explains that at $171,000, the net worth of a typical white family is nearly 10 times greater than that of a black family in 2016. Gaps in wealth between black and white households reveal the effects of accumulated inequality and discrimination, as well as differences in power and opportunity that can be traced back to this nation's inception. Black adults in their 30s are over 16 times more likely than white adults to be in the third generation of poverty in a row. 
Uh, in fact, black Americans are 41% more likely to be in third generation poverty than white Americans are to be poor. According to a research paper published by Park Place Economist, there is a direct correlation between poverty and violent crime rates. I know I already see people in the chat saying 1350. Sustained economic growth projects, reducing unemployment, progressive taxes, increasing benefits to the poor, and increasing jobs to fight violent crimes are all valid ways at reducing poverty and fighting violent crime. So this means that because of the federal government's redlining, the already poor black neighborhoods inevitably have a higher crime rate as well. Next, in the 60s and 70s, both the tough-on-crime approach along with the war on drugs were implemented. Since more crime already existed amongst the poorer black communities, more black people were subsequently targeted by the crackdown on drugs and crime. Higher crime rates also meant more police were put in the area to stop crime. And this might sound like the right move on its surface, but again, it has downstream effects. There isn't any intentional racism involved when deciding to put more police in an area with higher crime rates. But again, systemic racism is a system which results in disproportionate negative outcomes for black people. Higher encounters with police means a higher likelihood of being victimized by police brutality, which is a fact supported by statistics collected on police violence. According to Pew Research Center, in 2017, there were 1,549 black prisoners for every 100,000 black adults, nearly six times the imprisonment rate for whites. A 2020 ACLU report found that black people were much more likely to be arrested for marijuana usage, despite the fact that whites and blacks have consistently been shown to use the drug at the same rate. In 2013, a federal judge ruled stop and frisk, an aspect of the tough on crime approach, was unconstitutional. The judge found that the police department resorted to a policy of indirect racial profiling as it increased the number of stops in minority communities. That has led to officers routinely stopping blacks and Hispanics who would not have been stopped if they were white. According to an in-depth 2020 nature study, which examined nearly 100 million traffic stops across the country, black drivers were less likely to be stopped after sunset uh, when uh, they were in a veil of darkness, masking one's race, which suggests bias in stop decisions. These biases extend outside of simply the police and poverty, but also to our criminal justice system as a whole. A 2014 study looked at 33 years of data, and they found that after adjusting for variables such as the number of victims and brutality of the crimes, jurors in Washington state were 4.5 times more likely to impose the death penalty on black defendants accused of aggravated murder than on white ones. According to a 2017 U.S. Sentencing Commission report, black male offenders receive sentences on average 19.1% longer than similarly situated white male offenders. Since systems are made up of people, subconscious biases can negatively affect the decisions made in regards to black people. Again, this does not mean that everyone here is an evil racist. It simply means that a long and painful history has contributed to the poor situation blacks are still in, and those poor situations play a role in shaping our perceptions today. So in conclusion, to summarize, the government intentionally segregated white and black communities, which led to less generational wealth for black people, resulting in poorer neighborhoods and hence more crime. More crime follows more police, which means black people are negatively affected at disproportionate rates by police brutality and our criminal justice system as a whole. Black people did not choose to be in the position they are in today, and we really only have two options to take away from this relevant data. Either systems exist which severely disadvantage black people, or black people are all just stupid for not pulling themselves up by the bootstraps. Thank you so much for your opening statement, Hunter. And we will go ahead and kick it over to Hake for his opening statement. Hake, your first word, the floor is all yours. 
All right. Appreciate it, Kaz. And thank you, Hunter Avalon. It's nice to meet you on stream, man. Shout out to the chat. Uh, I love that two white guys are debating this imaginary idea called racism. It is a phony and contrived artificial illusion of an idea. And it's, uh, <clears throat> regardless of results or intent, it's a foolish thing to be uh, caught up in. And it only hurts blacks who get caught up in this fake idea. Um, I'm glad that it's two white guys de debating it because we don't have the, the um, years of brainwashing from childhood, generations upon generations forcing this on us so that they get so that I get triggered by the idea that there is no such thing as racism because that's the reality. Um, I saw in the I saw on Twitter somebody said that this will this debate usually falls into a, a debate of definitions. One says our institutions don't have race-based policies and therefore aren't racist. That's not my position. The other says our institutions, as Hunter said, produce unequal racial outcome, therefore it's racist regardless of intent. And he hopes for a productive discussion. I think we'll have one. Um, every example of quote unquote racism just honestly makes the, the quote unquote victim look bad. When you look at how, um, yes, there was segregation in the past. There wasn't, it wasn't racist. It was based on uh, a reality that pe people are different communities. And it was, um, this was a white country and the white men wanted to hold on to their country. They didn't necessarily want to have these people have an equal status in society. And I don't think that that's an unreasonable position. But every example of this racism thing just makes the quote unquote victim look bad. And a result of some failure on the part of the, the whites or the blacks or the Asians or Hispanics or whoever imagines that they are a victim of racism. Right now we see a, a lot of anti-whiteness, but even that is not quote unquote racism. It's such a communist reversal of, of truth, of reality. You see blacks are the worst offenders, perpetrators. They feel like victims. Victims feel like victims eventually become perpetrators. And so it's a vicious circle. When you're told you're a victim, you get resentful. And then the whites are, are brainwashed into thinking, oh, I don't want to look racist. And so they have a little bit of extra fear and they're extra nice. And that only makes the blacks even more suspicious of them and project their imaginings of racism upon the whites. Because the reality is, when you ask blacks, have you experienced racism? They will say it. And then it's some imaginary thing that they read into their experience with a cop or with a white or whatever. Um, the, the blacks are like the most aggressive people, most, most full filled with prejudice towards others of any race in America right now. They're not the innocent victims. And that's because they're taught that they're victims, I argue. And they're raised by the single mothers and you can say that the government did encourage the single mothers to go into the home, but why did they take the bribe? It's a failure on their own part to take the bribe, to get their, the fathers out of the homes, for the mothers to, and the fathers to hate one another. And they hate one another more, now more than ever. Meanwhile, whites are the most like, fair-minded in America, accepting, embracing of other cultures. And we're supposed to be, expect that, oh, the cops are racist. They're shooting these blacks. They're, there's this police brutality, another imaginary idea. We need to deal with black brutality. And the blacks are begging for more police to deal with the black brutality in the black communities. 
And we all know this. As society deteriorates, we see wrongdoing expanding. This uh, family breakdown and moral breakdown and victimhood mindset is expanding into the other uh, ethnicities and other, even including whites. Families are getting destroyed. Uh, people are getting educated. Blacks think, oh, the best, the best way to get ahead is education. That's not true because you get indoctrinated in these government schools and even the private schools are full, filled with blind, brainwashed people who are blind leading the blind. Crime grows, in, uh, dependence grows, degeneracy grows. This uh, women are leading the way and women don't come, with, come up with good solutions. And women have been dominating the black communities for several decades now. And it's been a, it's, that's, I argue that's probably the primary reason why they're suffering so much. And unfortunately, the other races are following suit. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of pick and choose in terms of hate crimes and things like that. That's why you see um, with the federal, with the federal government, it's politically motivated. That's why you see pick and you see cherry picked things like the January 6th thing or the uh, Unite the Right Charlottesville situation. They, they act like the whites or the Trump supporters are the primary offenders, the real insurrectionists. Meanwhile, they ignore and encourage the I say they I'm talking about the establishment media, social media, government uh, and everything else. They're propping up Black Lives Matter and everything else. It's pretty disgusting. They racially profile white cops as being brutal on George Floyd and Walter Scott and all that stuff, defending themselves against out of control blacks who are brainwashed to hate cops and to not want to go to jail and throw their lives away. They're disproportionately uh, resisting arrest, killing cops, killing one another, killing whites. It's pretty out of control. Black crime is out of control and the black attitude is also out of control among the people who are pretty law-abiding. They have a blind mindset and they're not told the truth. They have a, they have a total um, vacuum of truth. They go into their churches. The preachers preach, oh, be Democrats. Racism is real. We prop up women. Uh, gays are okay and all that stuff. And they go into their schools, CRT and racism is real and black uh america was founded on slavery and genocide all these fake things but life is not supposed to be this fair thing but right now we have this female-minded idea of fairness but in in reality that's not how life works in the bible christ said to him who has more will be given but to him from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away from him and so the people who have who have money or the people who have a can-do mindset, they thrive in life. And nobody is stopping blacks from voting and all that stuff. Voter suppression is a whole bunch of it's a whole pack of lies. And so I say there is no such thing as racism, systemic or otherwise. All right. Thank all right. you so much, Hake, for your opening statement. We will go ahead and kick into open discussion in just a second. I want to let you know, folks, especially if this is your first time at Modern Day Debate, that we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We want you to feel welcome no matter what walk of life you're from. And if you have a question for one of tonight's debaters, we want you to fire it up 
fire into the old live chat and tag me at Modern Day Debate. Super chats will go to the top of the list. We ask that you keep it civil. Insults will not be read. Uh, please uh, attack the argument and not the debater. Uh, that goes for the live chat discussion as well. Uh, please be respectful of the moderators. They work tirelessly to elevate the discussion. So please show them, the debaters, and each other respect. Our guests are linked in the description below, whether you're listening on YouTube or via the podcast. So if you like what you're hearing, please go ahead and check out their links and uh, check out their... Uh, content and subscribe to them as well also we're going to have a after show after the debate tonight uh, on my channel so there'll be that will be linked in the description below so if you want to check that out please go ahead and do that uh hit the subscribe button so you can check out uh more debates that james has coming for you tomorrow night uh sharia law uh they're gonna be debating is sharia law good for humanity with dr david wood um and with that we will go ahead and kick it into the open discussion for one hour uh at your first word gentlemen the floor is all yours yeah, Cake, could I start off by asking you a couple things about your opening? Yes. Um, well, I don't know if you realize this, but you mentioned a bunch of issues that are all results of systemic racism. So the first thing you said was that this is a was a uh, white country founded for white people. I don't know if you believe that, how it's so inconceivable that if the country was literally founded for white people, there could not also exist certain systems that are screwing over people that aren't white. That's the first thing. The second thing you said was that blacks are the most aggressive. Um, again, when it, we're talking about violent crime, this is a downstream effect of uh, poverty, and poverty is a result of previous historical racist policies. Lastly, you brought up single mothers, which if we're going to talk about, for example, well, there was a government policy that was put in place that screwed over the black community and led to more single mothers. That is systemic racism. It can come from the Democrats, just like it can come from the Republicans. Uh, furthermore, an example of systemic racism is literally that black men are disproportionately arrested for uh, minute drug offenses. And so that's another contributing factor as to why there is a, a higher rate of single mothers. So I don't know if you realize that you brought up a bunch of things in your opening that are actually all based on uh, systemic racism. I say that none of those things are systemic racism. And the white countries are the most fair to the so-called minorities. Um, to deal with the, the fact that this is a white country and it was made by white people, how about some appreciation rather than resentment? Because resentment is what blacks are fed by the people that you're listening to. And that has only made them worse off because you leave out the spirit. You think that this poverty thing causes crime, but poverty does not cause crime. It's, if anything, it's the reverse, but really it's a, a lack of morals. It's a lack of character. And, a, and, a, and you say that the family situation was, was a result of racist policy. It's, it, they took the bribe. So I say that they, they, need, they will benefit most from responsibility. You, you treating them I, like victims is not love. Well, I actually agree with you that when we're talking about unequal uh, or systemic racism, we absolutely should encourage the individual, no matter what circumstance they're in, to strive for a level of personal responsibility and to try to do as best as they can, regardless of the circumstances they're in. But again, there's still issues even with that. So I think we would probably both agree that, hey, uh, being responsible in this situation would probably look like going out and, look, and getting a job, right? If you're living in poverty, it's probably really important that you go out and get a job. But there are issues with that as well, that if you have a black sounding name, uh, you're less likely to get callbacks on your job resumes. So there's all kinds of systemic issues and biases that exist that are holding black people back. 
You say that they're not appreciative, which uh, I don't know where the proof of that is. I think that most people Explain what you mean by that. Appreciative. Yeah, oh, I think yeah appreciative people... of whites, yes. Rather than well, I rather think that people resentment. can be appreciate. I think that people can be uh, uh, they can appreciate the country they live in while still recognizing that there are more things that need to change for the better in this country as well. Do you disagree with that? Um, I do not disagree with that, but they misdiagnose the problem. You mentioned the black sounding names. Part of that is their own fault because blacks are trained to for a few generations now, they've been trained to come up with more Africans-esque sounding names. And those parents have a chip on their shoulder. They're, that's why they're naming their kids not normal names. So you think the and parents those, are resentful towards whites, so they're yes. giving their black kids black sounding names. Yeah, they have this How are you idea. reaching that conclusion? Because this sounds like delusion to me right now. They're the ones who are deluded, yes. They no, you're deluded if you think that you're somehow able to uh, apply motive to these people's actions. Why this else is would they have? Why do else you, would they have? Let me let do me you think that people point. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No. Do you think that black or white people who name their children Jake and John have a chip on their shoulder to black people? And that's why they're giving them white sounding names? No, because that's that, that's a normal American name. They're not trying to be they're not trying to be different. They're not trying to be all into the into their unique culture and separate from the rest of America. You're That's doing these that right now. You're literally saying that this is a white country built by whites for whites and that right. blacks should be appreciative of white people. Yes. You right now are playing into this cultural thing about white and, people. And smart blacks would assimilate rather than try to be different. You'll see Asians will name their kids with American sounding names or they'll or they'll use an American sounding name. Some of them are changing on back one to thing that. At a, at, I want to focus on one thing at a time though because right. you're trying to apply it's resentment intent. that causes yeah. It's how resentment. is it resentment? How are, where, how are you reaching this conclusion? I'll show you the proof. Look at the attitudes that so many blacks have. You hear a black sounding name, you're like, oh gosh, this black is going to have attitude in my business. He's going to cry racism when That's I have to discipline racist, him. Actually, what you're saying right now is called being racist. No, it's not. It's it's reality. It's risk assessment. It's this a is risk like me assessment. Saying, oh no, I'm going to hire somebody, hire someone. This is like me saying, oh no, I'm going to hire a white guy named uh, named Jake. Uh, I bet he's going to be a school shooter. If you're making assumptions based on people, purely based on their name, Not that assumption. you are deriving some kind of ethnic identity from, that is racism. No, you're taking a risk when you hire anybody. And why would you take an extra risk of somebody who, when you haven't have a lot of experiences, you, you may not have a lot of experiences with school shooters, but you have a lot of, of experiences with this black attitude. And I'm putting that in quotes. And it's something that they do have. And especially when they have like these shenane and all these crazy names because they they're, they're raised names. they're not culturally significant they they started coming up the slaves weren't named with that with those names they changed they changed it in order to be into this false black identity over the, I, mean, I don't even know I, you're, you're just making excursions decades. right now and you're basically applying some ill intent you think the slaves were called shenene no, I think that you're asserting that their name, their uh, black people are sometimes given black sounding names for some kind of resentment against whites. I think that that's really ridiculous. And are you has aware no that blacks in reality. Have, are you have, are you aware that most blacks resent? Are you unaware that most blacks resent whites and have this idea of that that they're such victims of racism? Uh, I mean, I think that there's pretty solid evidence that black people are victims of a lot of racism, considering what I just laid out at the beginning of my my uh, in my intro here. The, the most blacks don't know anything about what you're talking about. 
So some of them are, are educated and, and have been brainwashed into that those false victimhood narratives. But most of them, false? most of them will will be like, oh yeah, this racism is real. And they'll say, oh, this racist cop or this racist white. They they project racism on anything. When they get caught or in trouble, they'll they'll cry racism. We've all been through this. We've all experienced this. I mean, Anybody it's, it's a little funny that you're harping on black people having this attitude of resentment towards whites, which I don't know if you have any actual supporting data for that. But even if I were to grant that, have you experienced you're saying it? that black people, you, hold on, you're saying that black people have resentment towards whites. And now you're up here making arguments that would only lead to more resentment against white people from black people. Like, if anything, uh -huh. you're contributing to that issue that you're complaining about. How so? Even though the issue seems to be more or less made up. How, how am I contributing to this issue of black attitude? Because by you're it saying out? that blacks are aggressive and anti-white and they hate white people. So that's why they're naming their children the way they are. And they should just be thankful to the white people is yes. ridiculous. And that's not ridiculous. Yes, it does. It breeds resentment. You're complaining about the problem that you're simultaneously contributing to. I'm not contributing to it by pointing out the issue. They should be they should be grateful. And they should be responsible and they should become Americans rather than calling themselves African-Americans, which is also a new thing. And have, having all these black sounding names, they're aware of it. If you get them behind closed doors, they're honest about it. And and you get them behind closed doors with people who when they cry racism over any little weird thing, the most bizarre things they'll cry racism about. And you know this to be true. You've seen it all over. Well, no, right now Have it's you, funny too, because hold on, wait, because now you're actually appealing to intuition, which you said that there's the female minded idea of being fair. You're more or less appealing to feelings and intuition right now, which in my opinion is a little bit more female minded sounding. It's experience. But, Everybody has you, seen this. But you're, you're making assertions based yeah. on your own personal experiences, your intuition, which is not a... Uh, uh, it's not comparable or analogous to the broader statistics that we're talking about here. So even if you met a white or a black person who seemed to have a chip on their shoulder against white people, that does not then follow that this is a problem amongst all of black people. Furthermore, if there was an issue amongst all of black people, we would have to ask, why is that? Why is black culture the way that it is today, right? Because it's woman led. It's anger led. And it's in its utter denial to pretend that blacks don't have an attitude when they so, are uh, resisting arrest like crazy. They're... I have a yes or no question for you. Do you think okay. that we are pro a product of our environment? Yes. In the fallen state, yes, we are. Okay. So if we are products of our environment, how then does it not follow that black culture is also a product of said environment? They're, they're mothers. Indeed, you're right. Wait, so you're saying it's led by women because of the higher yep. rate of single mothers, correct? Yes, in part. But even when the fathers are in the home, the fathers are weak and letting the woman run the show. Okay. Well, I don't, again, you're just making assertions here. But if you I were to grant, it, no, if I were to grant you the claim that there are more single mothers amongst black communities, then that is literally a, that is literally a <laughs> result of systemic racism. No, it's not. It's their own fault for taking the bribe. So during times of segregation, are they not responsible for themselves fault for refusing to go into uh, businesses that said no blacks allowed? That's that's not a problem. Wait. That was not a problem for them because they had their own businesses during segregation. Yes. Was it on the black people who were discriminated against in certain areas because they didn't just break the rules or do something? 
it's to fight against segregation them. wasn't this big wasn't this big problem for them uh i don't know again you're you're just making assertions right now you're being very female-minded my friend i can go and tell you more and more information if you'd like about redlining and the federal attempt the intentional federal attempt at segregating black people from white people which i just read a plethora of, or a plethora of statistics that all demonstrate that this still has negative effects on black people today. No, that's not what's what's that's not what's causing them to have uh, to be suffering to this day. A a, um, a fortune is won and lost and won and lost in a single lifetime. They can turn they can turn themselves around. So why is it that had... we're seeing poverty go down through generation to generation? Do you think that there's any kind of issue here with poverty and leading to generational disadvantages? No, I don't buy okay. that at all. So yeah, I mean, yes, there the are studies that indicate this. I mean, you're you're making a claim that this is from that their issues are from the the housing discrimination, which is totally false. You look you're at how they the live, that their issues and you can are see from why resentment the... against white people. Okay, you're appealing to some uh, untangible feeling that you're just applying all blacks have. Meanwhile, I have Most. literal statistics and studies indicating that because of previous historical racist policies, black people are now disproportionately in the situations that they're in today. How when does this not follow through to you? You can, you can look at your studies and statistics all you want with, uh, and not look at the reality of, of these things, but when you bore down into the individual's lives, you see how they live is a much bigger impact on and on how they uh, live is a result of systemic racism no no your your sense of responsibility your your moral being has has nothing to do with your with your exterior and you can overcome it but they don't want to overcome it okay because so they're you're, you're making, brainwashed in okay, rape in this hold on, hatred wait. so you're making the argument now that black people are just being stupid because they're not just pulling themselves up by the bootstraps when you are when you are angry you are stupid yes Okay. And they are angry sure. and so blind and brainwashed. The, okay, cool. So you're making the, it's all on black people. They're dumb because by they should just figure out how this is, the, the disadvantages and just pull themselves up by it. So I need to ask, why is it that poverty is trickling down through generations? Do you think just generations and generations and generations of black people are all just kind of dumb? Like, don't you think that there has to be more issues here at play? For sure, there are there are outside things that make things that make life tougher. You are right. They okay. they they vote very foolishly for uh, for people who do not care about them and who bring in illegals and immigrants who take the jobs and then they're they're this subsidized and paid. Basically, unproven thing. You're no, it's very womanly minded. No, don't don't interrupt me, buddy. So don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. It's just you're being they very are... womanly. I'm sorry. Okay. If you're if you're not familiar. Um, immigration has been quite out of control and it's been a frustration for both whites and blacks for many decades now. And the people most at risk, most vulnerable to job losses and all of that stuff are the, are the people at the bottom, the blacks. And they're the ones suffering the most from the argument you're making. Illegals. There and they're suffering from the statistics that indicate that people at the bottom of the, uh, earning statistics or whatever suffer only marginally from immigration so this is more yeah, or less no, a non-issue not to work this is more or less a non-issue that again is you're obfuscating from the actual question at hand here which is 
black people should take responsibility just as we yes. all should take responsibility and do as best we can to better ourselves. But there are barriers in the way of black people trying to better themselves that do not exist for white people. The barrier is their own anger. No, you cannot yes. say it's all just on their attitude because black people, quote unquote, are too big of a statistic for you to just apply a attitude across the entire board. What you're well, doing right they, now is when just you have as to... bad as the anti-white CRT people, okay, uh -huh. that say, hold on, it's just as bad as the anti-white CRT people that say, yeah, you know, all white people, they, they're just, they just really hate black people. If you get them alone, you know, then, uh, you know, you'll see that they really hate black people. Okay, let me You're making the same that. argument right now. No, I'm not, because there are there are many blacks who want to be responsible, but they suffer because of the the good suffer with the bad. They have enough enough bad black attitude that people don't necessarily want to take the risk. I grant you that. How the, does the bad black attitude contribute to the disproportionate rate of poverty? Because they have they lose out on on uh, on some opportunities because people don't trust black people as much as white people because whites have established a reputation of being kind, polite, responsible, showing up on time, not trying to cry racism or sue you if you have to discipline them I mean, or fire them. Racism. You were talking about anti-white. And so, and so yes, it does, it does, the good do have to suffer from the, uh, with the bad, unfortunately. But if they have an understanding about that, rather than blaming the whites for something that the blacks have, the other blacks have done, then uh, then they can advance in life and people will so, people will reward that. So you realize that in areas like communities or neighborhoods that are more poor, part of the problem there is that because they were not insured for so long, it left those communities out of proper investment and development, which lowers the uh, availability of opportunities in those neighborhoods. So. This is all a result, a downstream result of systemic racism. These are all policies that are, have resulted in negative outcomes for black people. You keep saying like, oh, they just they have this bad attitude, you know, or they should just do better, you know. But if they try and quote unquote do better, there are barriers there again. What barriers? I just told you there's the yeah. issue with the names, which I know you're going to say, oh, well, this is just resentment or whatnot. There's the issues with when you live in an area that's already poor. You have higher rates of crime right. since you weren't insured for so long. The type of businesses and opportunity is not available to you in those areas the same way that it is in better communities that were previously insured. And who's keeping those communities messed up? They themselves. Do you not realize that when you put poverty together, you then have higher rates of crime as well? But poverty does not cause the crime. That's what, no, we that's can't prove atheist, causation for false... virtually anything, okay? So yeah. when you have so higher rates of crime, no, 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 this is like a known sociological fact, okay? That when you have higher rates of poverty, it contributes to more crime, which then contributes to more poverty, and it becomes a vicious cycle. So again, you're one, you, that this would have to be based on the assumption, essentially, that black people were all just committing crimes, which is not no. true, but there's higher rates of crime in poorer areas but the reason those areas are poor is because of previous government policies like redlining. No, I don't buy that, man. Uh, because they just don't buy it. You're just going to say, you say no? Are you saying that? Are you saying that poor people are more immoral? That's why they're committing crime. No, I'm saying that when you're poor, you're more likely to commit crime because you're in a place of desperation. Yes. No, man, that's not how it works, buddy. Okay. Well, I guess yeah, these people are, making these people are right now.
No, this you're making what, assertions. No, I've got actual statistics to back me up, and you're statistics being womanly don't minded. Tell you by, causation. No, 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 you're being womanly minded by appealing to your feelings right now. Statistics do not Im, do not tell you causation. You so telling me that, that black people all have a bad attitude does not imply causation either, my friend. I know, but it's logical, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it's not logical at all. You determine what is and is not have logical. Ever, have you ever have you ever had run-ins? Have you ever had answer my question honestly? Have you ever had a run-in with a black with an attitude, with a black attitude specifically? Um, I've had a couple run-ins with whites with an attitude. That's not what I asked. Did I say you. that all white people that's, have an attitude? That's not what I asked you. I've never encountered a black person with an attitude. No. Wow, very sheltered. Where do you live? No, I'm not sheltered. What it Where is, do is you that live? I don't need to hold on. I don't need to have personal experiences to form my opinion because that's what live? irrational people do. Where okay? do you live? So I'm not going to answer where I live. Hey, this is oh, irrelevant to the to what the, state? Uh, what state? I live in Maryland. Okay, that's I did. That's all I wanted to know. Um, how old are you? So hold on. Before we get down the line of it, uh, personal uh, interrogations or whatever, <laughs> we need to be able to focus on the actual data at hand. And I know you don't want to, and that's fine. No, but data is not what it's about. So. There is, it's not just data. Do you acknowledge, right. yes or no, that there was at one point a policy called redlining? This is a yes, yes. or no question. Yes. Okay. Do you also acknowledge that certain policies can have negative downstream uh, effects? Yes. Okay. So how is it then that a policy such as redlining, you're now arguing, does not have downstream negative effects? I'm saying that that's not the primary thing. You said, you said, Almost entirely the result of redlining. That's a, I think that's a direct quote. A phrase yeah. that you actually said is, is what, what they are suffering for. Lack of generational wealth. Forced yes. them, in, forced them into urban areas. If you're not able to build up equity, then how down are you in the south, to get more wealth? Down in the south, they were not forced into urban areas. This may have happened in the north. When, During in, in redlining, they stuff. were. During red they didn't really they have were. too much in the way of urban areas down in the south. They, many of them were rural. And maybe that's why they're doing better in the South, because they didn't get brainwashed into this degeneracy that you found in the cities. You keep saying brainwash this, brainwash that. But yeah. at the end of the day, we have documented evidence. The end of what day? That, hold on. We have documented evidence that a policy called redlining existed. We also have documented studies and sociological knowledge, which indicates that when people are poor, they're more likely to either engage in crime or be victimized by crime as well. So this is all a downstream effect of previous racist policies, which is, by its definition, a system that is disproportionately negatively affecting black people. And here's the other thing that I have you a problem with. Hold on. Here's another thing that? that I have a problem with. Okay. If we were to acknowledge that these policies are contributing to negative outcomes for black people, then we can go about fixing this. You just saying, but blacks all have a bad attitude, bruh. What are we supposed <laughs> to do from that? Where do we go bro. from that? Do we just make, do we just tell black people to just stop having an attitude? This doesn't make sense. That would help. We can fix policies. We can't just tell people to have a better attitude and expect Yes, you to, can. You can tell people, but you can't expect any uh, significant change to come from it. Well, if you don't shut up the whites who are telling them, then maybe a change might come because you bring some whites? light, because you bring some light of truth into it. Right, right now you're blaming you're practically- asserting that it's truth. Right now, you're blaming black people for, I mean, you're blaming the redlining or whatever for everything or for the almost entirely the result, right? But you're, in, interestingly, you're leaving out the notion of morality and family 
And you saying, you oh, they, oh, their family was broken up by racism. It was racism that broke them not, up. No, no, no they, not racism. They were irresponsible. Systemically racist policies. Yeah, same have thing. Have contributed to disproportionate rates of single mothers. You can say contributed. Community. What what contributes more? Your own moral decisions or immoral decisions or the outside influences of bribes from the government? How does somebody... How does someone's attitude influence whether or not their husband or their boyfriend or the man of the house, whatever, is locked up and sent to prison for a minor drug offense? That's not that's that's very dishonest statement or it's ignorant uh, to pretend that the the incarceration is why they have single mothers. It's not, not the only why, but it's definitely a huge contributor to it. It's not that big of a contributor, buddy. No, it is. I just read that black people and are it's, and uh, it's their own six fault. times the, the impr wait, wait. wait. There's six times the imprisonment rate for white people, okay? This is going to have a negative effect on black families as a whole. You keep complaining Whose about these is issues. Whose fault is that that they're in jail? Certain policies that are trying to crack down on drugs and crack down on crime that are not being carried out properly and are resulting, again, with negative outcomes for black people. So you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because you're not no. you're not blaming them for the for their, their moral failures and their uh, lack of sense in not committing crimes or not getting caught committing crimes. You're you talked not about making the, any sense. You're, 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 you're not, not making, making sense. any sense right listen, now. You're being listen. so female-minded right now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you claim that uh, blacks and and whites supposedly use the the um, marijuana. Mar they're getting. They're more likely to be arrested for marijuana usage. I think it's possession, really, more likely what they're arrested for. But they they use it differently. Whites do it in in uh, behind closed doors or off in the in the boonies, and mm -hmm. blacks do it on the streets and and are more shameless about it. And like you said, they have higher violent crime rates, so they do have more police attention, and, and they have an I attitude. Would grant you that, which I don't believe that that's true because I'd have to see a study to prove it. But even oh, if I were to grant, even if I were to grant you that, wait, wait, even if I were to grant you that, then still that higher crime rate. Is that their and the fault? higher likelihood of police in that area is a result of systemic racism. You're treating black no. people as if, yes, you are. Yes, they, you're treating black people as if they live in a vacuum, that they're just all, you're essentially uh, implying that black people are not a product of their environment, just like we all are a product of our environment. If no, there man, are but... higher crime rates in your neighborhood, that there's a reason for that. Why are there higher crime rates? Usually, it's attributable to higher rates of poverty. Okay, why are there higher rates of poverty? We have so to you, go down the line here. No, po again, poverty does not cause crime. You can say it all you want, but maybe it's maybe you're an atheist. Are you an atheist? Is this why you believe that the poverty is causing the crime? Are you female-minded? Because you seem really intent on believing like what your feelings over any kind of empiricism. But there's no empirical evidence that shows that poverty causes crime. That yeah, is not they're, true. They're There's a fuck ton of empiricism, which demonstrates that the higher the poverty a rate, the a fuck ton of empiricism, <laughs> which demonstrates that the higher the poverty rate, the higher the crime rate. And by reducing poverty, hold on, by reducing poverty, you then reduce the crime rate. Correlation is not causation. And I you know. can say you can you can make all these claims that you like. But uh, basically, you're bribing them. You're not addressing the root issue. And the root issue you're is not the lack of morals. No, because you're not addressing morals, the root issue. You can't it, just it, say lack of morals, lol. Yeah, we need to be able to work I'm, with what actually lulling. is. No, no, no. We need to be able to work and make tangible change. Again, you just saying get better morals, isn't going to do anything. 
Whereas opposed to if we address these policies and the way that they have disproportionately screwed over black people, then we can go to make actual real change. You're not making any sense. You're not following through here, my dude. If we want to go this route, let's say, fine, that black people have low morals and and they all have bad attitudes. Then why is it that black people Mostly. are given? Then why is it that black people are sentenced to death more often than white people? Is it just because they had a bad attitude in the courtroom? Uh, they have worse lawyers in, in many cases. Like like you said, they mm -hmm. have a lack of morals, so they don't they don't work for themselves. They don't build up that money so that they can pay a decent lawyer if they, they do happen can't to commit build up crimes. The money because of the poverty. So you're you're because once they're again, because they're the immoral. They're not responsible. You're falling it's, into the systemic racism it's a, argument. It's again. a moral poverty. It's not a lack of money that they're suffering from. Wait, and everybody knows it. You're okay. You don't pay a lawyer with moral wealth. When you have morals, okay? you work. When you work, you make money. When you have morals, you don't need to. When you have a morality, here, you you can save your money. You have better sense. God gives good sense to His people, and so these oh. people are godless. They they have this imaginary thing that oh we are so Black Christian. People are also godless. I can cite another study for you. A two thousand study of federal cases found that federal prosecutors were about fifty percent more likely to offer a plea bargain to white murder suspects than black suspects that allowed them to avoid the death penalty. So and? even if we're so there are all kinds of biases here that affect the higher rate of black people being given the death sentence compared to white people who commit the same kind of crime. No, they're not committing the same kind of crime. You can say, oh, it was murder and this was murder. But there are a whole lot of things that went into their lives and it went into their crimes that they committed. There, you can say plea deals all you want, but there's a whole lot of times where blacks commit crimes that they're never caught for. I mean, they're, they're getting away with, with they get away with murder. Blacks get away with murder more than anybody. What does that and have to do with being given the death sentence? They're just assuming that the black person probably did a crime earlier, so they give them a look sentence into for the that specifics. Also? I guarantee you, look into the specifics, and it'll be much more reasonable than you're pretending. Okay, sure. So here's a specific for you. This isn't about the death sentence, but it's about the fact that black people get way higher. Uh, they get longer times in prison. U.S. Sentencing Commission 2017 report. Uh, black male offenders continue to receive longer sentence than similarly situated white male offenders. Black male offenders receive sentences on average 19.1% longer. Violence in an offender's criminal history does not appear to account for any of the demographic differences in sentences. Black male offenders receive sentences on average 20.4% longer than similarly situated white male offenders. Violence in an offender's criminal history does not appear to contribute to the sentence imposed to any extent beyond its contribution to the offender's criminal history score determined under the sentencing guidelines. So we those are specifics. have- Those are not specifics, those are statistics. You're not giving and statistics me don't tell you the whole either. story. No, your specific is they just have a bad attitude, bro. My specific <laughs> is, hey, here's a US Sentencing Commission report, which clearly indicates that even when you control for the violent crime and the, the other variables that you're talking about, they still are given longer prison sentences. So yeah, you but that's not, tell me. So those, why are, those aren't specifics. You're talking about broad statistics that don't tell what? the specific story of, a, of an individual case. Is. I don't have to tell, to tell you why, why. Is it because of their bad attitude? Why do I have to tell you why? Because you're you, asserting right you're now. assuming that, that it's racism. And I'm saying, uh, no. I'm, I'm not if assuming anything, they're giving it's a racism. I'm demonstrating that this is systemic racism. No. It's a system where there might not be any intentional uh, attempt at being racist to black people, but the way the system operates still disproportionately screws over black people. So if you're arguing they're being is, screwed over, 
I know you don't, but I don't care. So if your argument is, well, you know, they all have bad attitudes and they're morally bankrupt. How does being morally bankrupt account for the fact that black people are given longer sentences as opposed to white people who've committed the same crime? They haven't committed the same crime. That's the reality. So how do you know that? Because every crime is its own crime. They did not commit the same crime. As there the are sentencing averages and sentencing guidelines based can... on comparable crimes. And the statistics that I just cited to you were compared to white people who were similarly situated and who account or who committed the same crime. So then why don't you go me, into the it... individual stories? That's what I mean by specifics. Look, go into the individual stories and look into it yourself if, you're, if you care about this issue so much. I want to know how the bad attitude of black people and the morally bankrupt attitude amongst black people has anything to do with the fact that they are on average given longer prison sentences compared to white people who committed the same crime bad attitude makes bad attitude leads you to less opportunities less opportunities means less money you have a poorer lawyer you have um you don't show up to court you uh have a bad attitude with the uh with your own lawyer or with the judge all kinds of issues come up so, so you think that the black person didn't show up for court and that's why they were on average given I'm, sentences 20.7 percent longer than white people who committed the same same crime yeah quite it's quite reason it's a quite a reasonable speculation because you're not giving me any specific story you're just telling me about broad statatistics, which the tells fact me nothing. That you think you need a story is really disappointing, dude. This is why I keep why is saying it disappointing you're, because, because you're, you're is, using you're lying with statistics. You're lying saying, with oh, stories and you're being female minded. You're literally saying, I'm not going <laughs> to believe this until Do you really you believe in this female minded thing. I'm so glad that this is spreading. No, you I don't. That, but I think that the fact that you accuse like other people of being female minded when you have the the have I called female minded is really have, quite hilarious. Have I mentioned? So, I've mentioned female minded once in this in this you thing. Realize you said that, it like five times. Yeah, because it's because it, you're demonstrating it right now. But you realize again that this is a result of systemic inequality, and you keep trying to say bad attitudes, this bad attitudes, that. But you're not telling me what actually accounts for this massive gap. When it comes to black people being given longer sentences, I listen you're to literally saying issues. unless hold on, you're literally saying that unless you tell me a bedtime story, then I'm not going to believe the U.S. Sentencing Commission report. Ooh, U.S. Sentencing Commission report. Let me appeal to this authority. Give me a break. We all know that statistics statisticians are liberals and liberals lie and they and they cherry pick things and. And honestly, who cares? What do you care about this? This is this I doesn't do. prove anything. No, this if you this care about it so much, clearly the systemic racism claim, which I am arguing the affirmative position. And right. when you have data that is staring you in the face, indicating that even when black and white people commit the same crimes, the black male is more likely to have a longer prison sentence than the white male and get sentenced to death because you cannot like reason reason this in your your mind you are, I, I said coping hold on you're coping, coping right. right now and you're saying oh well i don't believe any of the statistics because th they're just all done by liberals yes. you're coping right now because the coping. truth yes it is because no, the not. truth of the matter is is that there is a uh mountain of evidence in front of you right now there's a mount everest Please. of data indicating systemic racism and you're just saying no it's just all bad that's what you're saying. No, because you you have not once acknowledged the lack of responsibility that you, 
for uh, for their actions. I Not once did to, you. When I, I said, first of all, yes, whose I fault did. is Second it that I they're committing crimes? To. You Hold said on. it's the government's fault that they're committing crimes. No, I crime. didn't. I didn't. And, and I listed and I listed off. Hold crimes. on, let me respond to what you said because you made it. You made this claim that I didn't explain why it might be a big difference in sentencing and death penalties and stuff. Do you admit that a good lawyer versus a bad lawyer makes a big difference in the sentencing? Do you? Uh, I will. But if you only can admit then that a good lawyer or a bad lawyer is oftentimes uh, hingent upon your money, the money that you're right. able to pay for a good lawyer. And whose fault so is again, that? We're back to the same thing, which is if black people are unable to pay for a better lawyer, That's this falls back again on the poverty rates and the higher rates of uh, poverty amongst this area in black communities. And I say which it's is not... a result of systemic racism. No, man, that, that's the pretense. Because it's not physical poverty that makes them, it's not physical poverty that's pushed on them by the whites. It's their own lack, it's their moral poverty that causes them to be physically quote unquote poor. And they're like the richest blacks in the world, give me a break. And and it also causes them to be more more criminal. Moral poverty leads to physical poverty in many cases, or else they you screw over other people, which they do a lot. So and it also we get leads to, the moral to crime. Poverty thing. I'm gonna I'm not gonna let you back out of this one part because okay. it's a clear indication that you're just factually wrong, and you're now like squirming and coping desperately. So if black people are unable to pay for a better lawyer. That right. falls back again on poverty rates. You cannot then just say, well, black people should have just worked harder and made more money when we've already acknowledged that due to previous historic racist policies, that's there not... is less opportunity in those areas. And it's harder for black people to accumulate the same level of wealth, both current and generational wealth, than it is for white people. Cry this is something that you cannot deny. Cry me a river because you have not once acknowledged their lack of responsibility, which is a much bigger, it's a, has a, it's a much bigger factor in their so-called poverty. So if not let's, once let's, have you wait, acknowledged wait, let's go down this, their let's lack go down of responsibility. This for a so let's say that they have a uh, lack of responsibility. Okay. Let's say, what should they do? Let's say, be, what should they do to be more now? responsible? What should they do to become more responsible? Stop blaming whites and forgive their mothers and uh, get a job. And um, so how do they get a job? Apply to apply. Don't don't be too proud. Work with the. So do you think that it's yeah. more challenging to get a job uh, in a location in which yeah. there's far less opportunity? Yep, it is. But there are opportunities everywhere. So you're now acknowledging that there are less opportunities for black people. But there are opportunities. And. It doesn't matter if there are opportunities. Again, it we're doesn't matter. This, no, no, no. That's we're talking about difference. disproportionate rates fucking over black people. That's what I'm sticking to this whole time, okay? So Not if you're enough. able to acknowledge then that there is less opportunity afforded to black people. But still opportunity. That, it doesn't matter. It's yes, the it fact does. that there is less opportunity, which then only follows through as to, okay, why is there less opportunity in those areas? And it's because since businesses were not able to be insured, it basically held those communities in a stagnation and they oh, were unable on. to accumulate wealth. They were unable to or businesses were unable to invest in those areas. And it prevented the communities from developing the same way that many other communities did. So if that's the case, you're literally acknowledging systemic racism's play at limiting the opportunities for black people. No, man. 
because the crime is what's causing the lack of ability for these businesses to stay in business in these areas. And the crime is there is the, the fault of the criminals and the mothers who are raising the criminals. And it, the mothers are out of control because they're not in, they don't have fathers or the fathers are not there. And so it's a, it's a vicious circle that you don't want to acknowledge. No, you don't want, you to, want to treat them like they are, well, like they're purely victims of their circumstances. No, not at all. I'm not saying yes, they're it is. purely, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're purely victims of their circumstances. Then acknowledge, I've said like five different times also that you should make an effort to take responsibility and do talk, as best you can for your life, regardless of your situation. Then take away the excuse the, of racism. No, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. It is an empirically demonstrated fact. No, and no, not. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. Yeah, you, you are. are very easy. No, you're able to say, hey, I should take responsibility and do as best as I can in the situation while also acknowledging that the circumstances you are in is a result of previous historical racist policies. Oh, no, man, that's pathetic. Okay. You don't give them you're an out. Womanly minded again. No, you're being the womanly minded. You're treating them like like you're their mother. Oh, I know it's tough for you, baby. No, but you gotta I'm not. try. You're, you you're gotta treating try. them like their mother. You're saying you just gotta just do better, man. Just have some morals, you know. Go out and get a job. I don't you're talk again, like that. You're telling them that they need to go out and pursue a job so that they can afford a better lawyer. While you're talking out of each side. No, of if you get a you're job, you're probably not gonna. No, hold, hold on. on. You're all you're, no. Because I need to finish my sentence here. Go ahead. So you're actually the one talking out of this, both sides of your mouth here because you are saying they need to go out and just get a job and do better and take responsibility while simultaneously you are acknowledging that there is not as much opportunity afforded to black people, if which anything, negatively more, affects honestly. them on a statistical rate, which again, plays right into what you said, which is, well, maybe they couldn't afford as good of a lawyer. Okay. So, um. In all honesty, they have more opportunities. They have too many opportunities to for um, they're they're getting in they're getting this affirmative action thing. They're getting led into schools. It's probably breeding even more resentment because they are given stuff like up the yin yang, and it's only making them more spoiled and more more bad attitude, more out of control. So you're us giving them stuff has made us giving them stuff. Well. It's the wrong kind of at it. It's the wrong kind of opportunity because it's not deserved opportunity. It's it's special treatment. And some of them could take advantage of that special treatment and make something of themselves. Just as Clarence Thomas did. Uh, ben Carson did. Sure, Alan West did. Jesse Peterson did. You're backtracking what you just said a minute ago. You said I can acknowledge that I backtracked that they're, oh, they don't have as much opportunity. They have they're, they've been given too much opportunity. For example, opportunity to buy homes with that they couldn't afford. So you're and that was a tracking what you said before. Yes, okay, I'm backtracking fine. because there's because there's more than one thing going on. Let's let's be serious. Yeah, there's on one hand they're in poor they're in uh, crime ridden communities, so there's less opportunities there. They can't build businesses there because it's it's tough to run a business in a low trust society, right? You need high trust society to have a thriving community, and they don't they cannot trust one another. But they also have opportunities in schools and affirmative action and people treat them like kings they and queens. They don't have and as higher at, okay, first of all, they don't yeah. have as high as many opportunities in schools. If we're going to yeah. talk about that, again, your schools are funded by your tax dollars. So if you're living in poverty, you also likely have shittier schools because they're not receiving as many, as much funding. But 
you've kind of managed to pivot off of the subject that I'm trying to hold you okay, to go here, for which is you are saying that maybe black people are not paying for as good of a lawyer. Right. Now I am granting that, that maybe, that. maybe that's not. the case, Yeah. but you then have to acknowledge that the reason they don't have as much money is because of a lack of opportunity. No, man, it's not a lack of opportunity. It's blindness to the opportunities. And when you're when you're angry, you're kind of debilitated. You're depressed. You don't feel like working. You do. You feel like doing anything but work. And that happens so frequently. And especially when you're you have opportunity to be paid not to work, which is which is very frequently the case so among blacks. Kind of what's kind what's kind of a, a opportunity that black people have in their communities that they're just not taking. There's all kinds of opportunities to work and all that stuff. Like, Before you answer what? that question, can I just interject real quick? I just want to remind everybody that um, to uh, attack the uh, the argument and not the um, not the person when you're making your super chats and sending them in. And I I'm also cool. want to let you guys know that uh, we do only have uh, we already have a super chat for every single minute of the Q and A. So uh, if you send any more super chats at this point, there's no uh, guarantee that we'll get to it. There's no guarantee that we'll get to all of them now. I'm just letting you guys know. Um, so please just be mindful of that. If you send any more super chats at this point, Mike Young's $2 super chat is the last guaranteed one that I'm going to try really hard to get to read. Get to read. So with that, go ahead, guys. Cause just so you know, uh, I'm fine with uh, insulting super chats that may insult me. Understood. I'm fine with super yeah. chats that insult me also. I don't really care. But my issue here, Hake, is hey. that you seem to really be harping in on this, like they need a better attitude. They need this, they need that. Yeah, that's which huge. It, having a good attitude and taking personal responsibility is a good thing. You Thank should you. do that. Right. But that alone is no not enough to fix these issues at hand. Because you don't know that. As you, as you acknowledged in the beginning, mm -hmm. we are all partially victims or results, products of our environment. Yeah. And if the environment is extremely fucked over and disproportionately negatively affecting you that cuts down on your ability to use your personal responsibility to the maximum that's cutting back on your ability no man to do that right i, I get you i get you and so what are some yeah, opportunity life, in the black community life for is, black people what was your question what is some opportunity in the black community for black people since they um, can apparently there's so much black uh, so much opportunity i mean there's well, let me just tell you that there are always opportunities in your life, in, in Blacks' lives, and, and everywhere. I acknowledge that, um, yeah, the, the government and all this stuff that the Blacks voted for, by the way, they voted for their own destruction in many cases. But um, those, those do cause life to be a little tougher or sometimes a lot tougher. But the, the environment you grow up in is most directly affected by your mother especially and just your mother or grandmother it's not the if, life if you're blacks you're, and you're your father off the thing you're pivoting off the question again okay what's you well what i said there's opportunity i said there's opportunity black people you're saying there's opportunity i'm not going to get specific with you place, bro. you're saying there's opportunity all over the place a lot of people especially if you're in an urban uh, metropolitan area then you probably don't own a car which also cuts down your ability to pursue this opportunity that's far far away doesn't have to be far opportunity, away because if the opportunity is lacking in the community, it has negative effects on you as a member of that community. All of this is basically just trying to explain that even if I were to grant you that, yeah, they just don't have as good of a lawyer, which again, there's no evidence for that actually. Yeah, there that, is. That is still I'm a not the only person who's ever racism, said that. But that is still a result of systemic racism. So you claim, but I don't, I don't agree with that. 
So and you haven't you haven't proven it at all. You just I have made, because made what I've done is I've explained very concisely and clearly how there were previous policies that then led to negative outcomes that are still affecting black people today. But you haven't demonstrated how that's the primary thing affecting them, and it's, it's you haven't demonstrated not. that their attitude is the primary thing affecting. I don't. Them. I don't have to. Be, in all honesty, there's no way to demonstrate it unless you delve into every uh, everyone's lives. So you have because an unfalsifiable when, claim because right. you're basing them off uh, mostly on your feelings. No, it's true. An, Everybody yes, knows no, this. Is true. I have an empirical claim, which is based on but statistics, uh, decades of research and data, and literal historical fact. You tell me which one who's who here sounds more female minded, man. You're literally saying like, I have a feeling, you know, wow, you're so I feel sexist. like it's this way. I really feel like this is the case, man. I can't really prove it. But, you know, just trust me, bro. I have a tingle no, people, in my butt. That's people, what you're saying right now. People know the truth. And I did answer your question. There you are clearly don't. I, and you're I answered it. that they don't. No, hold on. I answered your question that there are opportunities in one's life. There are always opportunities in one's life. I'm not going to get specific with it. I'm not, I'm not living in there. You have to see the opportunities for yourself and God will open your eyes. So um, I hope no, that God you, opens your eyes that like policies have, uh, you know, negative effects, even if they're you even believe away, in God, they'll have negative effects. Uh, unfortunately, you're making me doubt the existence of God even more. This conversation with the, the painful appeal to intuition uh, the entire time has been very, very silly. But I would just like to know, because I know that the debate's going to be ending soon, but I would like to know why or how having a bad attitude or not taking enough responsibility affects your likelihood of getting sentenced to death or your likelihood of getting a longer prison sentence. Is it I answered just that already. Wait, wait, I answered that. I'll repeat just it. Just on the lawyer. Yeah, I answered that and I'll, I'm happy to repeat it because when you have a bad attitude, you have less opportunities because you're cutting off, you're burning bridges and all kinds of stuff. You uh, don't feel like working. You don't, you're not making money. And then you also commit crimes in the first place, which they disproportionately commit crimes like crazy. And then you're, you're not going to be able to afford, afford a good lawyer or you're not going to have a good sense, the good sense to behave properly in court. So all kinds of things factor into that. And Let it's quite reasonable. example then. Go ahead. So I answered it then, clearly, right? I answered okay, it. Yes, you've answered it, but in a Thank very you. unfalsifiable type of way. So I know, but it's... there was a study done in 2010 also where they took mock jurors. Okay. So this has nothing to do with actual lawyers or attorneys or anything like that. Okay. They took mock jurors mm -hmm. and they were all given the same evidence from a fictional robbery case. Okay. And keep in mind that these mock jurors included white people and black people, because again, I'm talking about systems, not people being racist, but they were all given the same evidence from a fictional robbery case. Uh, but then showed alternative security camera footage depicting either a light-skinned or dark-skinned suspect. Jurors were more likely to evaluate ambiguous race-neutral evidence against the dark-skinned suspect as incriminating and more likely to find the dark-skinned suspect guilty. Do you think that that's any indicator that some people might have a bias that is contributing to the system and the negative results affecting Black people today? That, that could be, and I'll tell you why that is. I'll tell you why they might have that bias mm -hmm. because they've had experiences and they've seen it that blacks commit more of the more of the robberies so to, you're uh, per capita again. you're contradicting yourself no i'm you not started out, yes you are you started out by making or not making fun but you started out of mentioning very heavily about black people have resentment towards white people right and now you're saying well white people just have their own experiences and that's why they're kind of racist towards black people it's you not know? racist though you're trying to justify one while harping on the other 
but I'm not justifying it. I'm saying that that um, that people take it's it's considered it's kind of like a risk assessment, or and, and people do uh, they get traumatized by uh, by their experiences. Maybe and, black people are traumatized by cops or their experiences. Uh, cops are traumatized by blacks. Believe me. But, Everything you're saying could be equally applied to the black people. Which I know you that's tried why it's to not claim was just their their resentment and their bad attitude. Right. And so that's this is why you're not talking about systemic racism. You're talking about this personal uh, uh, rate, personal bias racism. Right. This is this is why it's not racism at its root. It's a judgment. People judge things rightly or wrongly based on what they've been told or what they've seen themselves. And that's not racism. And that's why blacks are the most guilty of this thing, because they're told they can't be racist. And so it so, only it only leads them into more more self-destruction. So let, let me back. Let me try to understand this. Yeah. First of all, as I said up in my opening, is that systems are made up of people. So I know, but we weren't talking about systematic. We we're talking yeah, about well, systemic. I know. But I'm, what I'm saying right. is that systems like the jurors or whatever are right. still made up of people. But it doesn't mean that they're all malicious racist. It just means that there are subconscious biases that can negatively affect the outcomes in this system as well. So when you're telling me they have a bad attitude mm -hmm. and then you're saying, well, it's because the reason the mock jurors were more likely to evaluate ambiguous race neutral evidence against the dark skinned suspect as incriminating. You're saying that's just because they all had a bad experience with black people. We all we all know that blacks commit more of this this type of crime. So Give me a break. But but that doesn't prove that in this case that doesn't make it person, racist. That this doesn't it, prove that yeah. in this case the black person was actually guilty. Right. You're right. I get it. And so that's why that's why it follows that blacks are both more criminal, but they're also more likely to be framed for things or falsely convicted. I I totally get that. Who are sorry? They're more blacks are more likely to be both. Uh, guilty of these things, but also framed and falsely convicted. Okay. I'm yeah. just trying to understand how you are able to rationalize any of this with, it's just on the black people for having a bad attitude. Well, in that case, it's not, it's not really their fault, but I'm saying it's not racism. It's a judgment that they themselves uh, are more often guilty of than the whites. Do you think if somebody makes a judgment based yeah. on somebody's skin color, that is not grounded in anything other than their skin color, that that could, not is, but could be racist. Um, if that were to happen, that that could be possible, but nobody judges anybody just based purely on their skin color because, like I told you, it's based on what they've seen happen with that so-called skin color. Okay, so... It's based, on, it's based on a judgment. People, so are you saying that if black people are quote unquote traumatizing uh, cops. Do you <laughs> yeah. think that any of that is because maybe the black people had a negative experience with cops? Yeah, because they're they're brainwashed to hate cops. No, not brainwashed to hate cops. I'm they wondering are. if you think that this or their opinion of cops has anything to do with their experience with cops, not what they saw on Twitter, their actual experience with cops. Yeah, because your your mind is very powerful in your perception of what you went through. And w blacks have a darkened, angry mind, and they're not able to see clearly. Are you trolling right now? No, I'm not. Here, let me let me you're give you a no, no, statistic. No, no, no. Let me just summarize this really quick because you're being so fucking incoherent. It's embarrassing. Hey, hey, First, hey. First, you're saying, hey, you know, the jurors, they, they're they not racist or anything. This isn't racist or anything, dude. It's not racist. They're, they're, they're just it's, uh, basing their— It's a misjudgment. Their, 
They're just basing their quote unquote misjudgment on their own experiences. So -hmm. you're making an argument to more or less justify the juror's decision. I'm not justifying it. So you really, you're not justifying the decision. No, No, I wouldn't. I would. Why would I justify a false conviction? Because you're saying that, well, it's based on their own experience and everybody knows black people commit more crime. Right. But that wouldn't make that wouldn't cause me to justify some a black getting falsely convicted. Okay. You're making assumptions about what I what I'm saying. So but let I'm me explain. Let me give you a statistic. You're so quick to base this on their experiences, and that's why they're thinking this. Why but else would it be? Saying, you explain. But then why you're saying it would black be. people are brainwashed to dislike cops. Why couldn't the same exact thing be said for black people who have a negative opinion of cops? Could that be? a result of their negative experience with cops. Right. Yes, it could be. But it's also their negative behavior and attitude toward cops that causes them to have these negative experiences. Because blacks in San Francisco, here's a statistic for you. I think it was it was found that blacks are eight to nine times more likely to resist arrest in San Francisco than non-blacks up there. Which I mean, would lead to which would lead to path? more of that police brutality stuff that you imagine. To be do you case. want to just go down the same path? Do you think that maybe if you're living your life in a community that seems to be more adversarial with cops, that like you said, you might have a worse uh, assumption of cops and be right. more likely to make uh, ignorant and bad decisions when being arrested? Right. Yep. So it's time for responsibility, not it's time for black reform, not police reform. But you never hear about black reform. Because we want to pretend that blacks are the victims. Give me a break. No, I don't want to solely pretend that blacks are the victims, but I need you and people listening to be able to acknowledge the systemic inequalities here that are affecting this. It may I mean, have there a minor have, there effect. Have it may have studied. a minor effect. I grant you that. Okay. So there yeah. have literally been studies that have controlled for the lawyer situation as well. And they found that solely on skin color, there is a massive gap between the demographic factors. Nice. When it comes to sentencing. Okay. Doesn't so, that doesn't tell me the whole story though. It doesn't need to. What it tells you is the crucial details that you need to know to assess whether or not this is systemic racism or not. Oh man. Is the person black? Why are you why do you need this racism thing to exist? I don't need it to exist. I literally you act like you need it to as exist as I can, which is if there is a black person who gets a longer sentence than or, or excuse me, longer sentence than a white person who committed the same crime. They did not Why commit the same crime. Happening? We've been over that. Why is that occurring? It depends on where they are because they're just in. Say it's the lawyer. They control okay, for these variables. It, all right, let's let's say they're in a community that's had a lot of problems with gang violence or some type of some type of crime that's, and they need to crack down extra hard on that crime. Whereas <laughs> in a white community, it's kind of rare to have this thing, and so we they don't have the 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 punishments in place for for these things these so things are happening all over crime in the community black people get longer sentences they say we need to stop this crime we need to yeah they there's all kinds of different things going so you're on you're describing man. a system right now that is disproportionately negatively affecting black people right and it's their own fault so you're describing to me systemic racism no it's That's not about two minutes left guys it's what you would call racism because you're blind and you don't want to get to the root of the issue. You want to just look at the surface of the issue and say, oh, because it's affecting the blacks more disproportionately, therefore it's racism. I'm trying to get no, to the root of the issue to literal, solve it. No, what there, there is is that there's biases that exist here that 
when you control for every other factor besides the person's skin color, Not true. that plays a role in the negative effects that they are experiencing in regards to our criminal justice system. You're and now you're saying, well, for maybe, every it's other factor. They have, maybe it's because they have more crime, you know, maybe they're trying to make an example out of them or something, which is I'm ultimately still systemic racism. No, it's not. No, man. There's, there's a, there's a, a, it's not a theory, but there's a, a way of argumentation or a way of reasoning, okay? I know people really mm -hmm. over here with the manly minds really like the logic and the reasoning, which nice. says that if you're presented with two options, it makes more sense to go with the option that is more uh, believable and is right. more empirically grounded. So for yeah. me and for people listening who aren't already on your side or whatnot, I think <laughs> that everybody can agree what's more likely, what's an easier thing to believe? That there were previous policies that still have results today, just like there were previous policies in America that still have results today for everybody. There were previous policies that still have results today that are resulting in disproportionate uh, effects, negative effects for black people, like the poverty gap, for example. Or actually, that doesn't really have much effect. And it's just that a bunch of black people have bad attitudes uh, and I can't really prove it, but you know, it's just if you just look around and talk you to can't black prove person, it, you'll just know it, bro. No, no, I'm you comparing. Don't, you don't know that they don't. You don't know. This will be your last word, Hank. Hank, this will be your last word before we go to the Q and A. Okay. I'm comparing right, cool. the two options. Yeah, comparing the two options means you look at you look at because your reality is you did not control for every other factor besides the skin color, and so what you're saying is is not even logical. No, we we've controlled for every relevant factor. And no, you it's haven't. only the skin color that differs, and that plays a crucial role in the decision-making of a jury or a judge and the length of the prison sentence that they receive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Go ahead okay. and just take a, Very take nice a minute female to wrap response. it up so we can go to Q&A. All okay, right. Do you want to say a last word real quick so we can go to Q&A? Okay. Uh, he opened. How, how long, how long just, do I have? Just, just take a minute or two real okay, quick. Cool. Just say a, 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 a closing so we can uh, go to Q&A. All right. Well, well, thank you very much, Hunter. This has been fun. It, it blew by. And thank you, Kaz. And thank you, Chatters. Uh, I, I gleefully anticipate your super chats. They're always fun. But um, the pretense is that the that these so-called racist policies and the racist judges and racist juries are cracking down extra heavy on the blacks and not on the whites. But it's not reality. It's it's leaving out uh, big holes in the reality of the situation. They leave out the sense of responsibility that blacks so often are lacking. And we've seen case after case after case of it, anecdote after anecdote. And you could even pull up statistics if uh, you were Dr. John R. Lott Jr. or uh, Vincent James or somebody who was really into statistics and stuff like that. <laughs> Honorable men. Um, but the hatred for towards whites, I say that that's not even racism, because the root is not the root is not the the skin color or the judgment of based on skin color. It's because this diversity thing breeds resentment, and with communism, which is a divide and conquer type of atheistic mentality, they want to use the natural fissures in society, where you see some families already naturally have a. Um, enmity toward one another people don't get along with another with each other when you have the extra thing difference of the outside the outside races then you think oh it's because i'm black or oh it's because i'm white it feeds it feeds your mind 
and it feeds this division. So diversity, I say, is a weakness and not a strength. But um, people can overcome it if they if they have love and and rather rather than hate. Overcome the anger and look at yourself. Don't be so quick to judge others. All right, I thank appreciate you so much. It. Can oh, I thank have you a, so much? Can I have a closing statement, Tell? Um, yeah, but oh, I'll just really have to give it to him. I'll have to give him uh, the last word at the end of it. Go ahead. Oh, he needs to get the last word again. I thought that we're doing closing statements. Um, I just was trying to give him the last word because you had the opening. He can go ahead. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll just give. I'll it. be very quick. I'll be quick and brief, and I can stay extra time to make sure we get through the super chats. But uh, at the end of the day, um, I think that Hake uh, is trying to create a dichotomy here that does not need to exist. He is basically saying, "Well, if we're going to acknowledge systemic racism, that means that we have to forget about personal responsibility," which is simply not true. You can have personal responsibility while simultaneously being victimized by a system that is disproportionately uh, delivering negative results to you on the basis of your skin color. These two things can exist uh, side by side. In fact, I think the acknowledgement of systemic racism while simultaneously having personal responsibility is the most logical thing that you should believe at the end of the day. But as I said a million times throughout the debate, policies have effects. I'm pretty sure everybody listening who likes uh, Hake's content would say, yeah, the Immigration Act of 1965 had a lot of negative downstream effects, bruh. So we're able to acknowledge all the time that policies can have negative effects, downstream negative effects. And when we're talking about things like redlining, there is a reason why to this day, we still see massive gaps when it comes to wealth, generational wealth, upward mobility and opportunity with black people and in black communities. We cannot simply blame all of this and say that generations and generations of black people just didn't have enough uh, responsibility and all had bad attitudes when there's obviously something much larger at play here. I would like to talk about the root of the issue. I'm sorry that this conversation didn't really get as far as I would have liked it to, but either way, that's my closing statement. Thank you. Thank you, Hunter. We'll talk again, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Hey, so. are you good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So we will go ahead and kick it into the Q&A. I will start the clock as soon as I read this first question. This is a first question from uh, 0022 for $2. He wants me to tell Hunter that the R word is an anti-white slur. Indeed. We're talking about racist. What? Oh, racist? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> All okay. right. Facts. The next... The next super chat is from Rational Right for one ninety nine. Hake with the good hair, keep it up. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Shout out to the chat. And another one ninety nine from Rational Right. He says, "Most blacks are angry. That's the real issue." Yeah. To which I would like to know. Okay, how do you know this? And are you able to demonstrate this with anything other than your feelings and your own intuition? To me, this sounds just like the cringy CRT Libcocks who say, well, just look around, you know, angry white men. They're just a big problem. Angry white men. And to which I would say that, too, is cringe. When you look at the how 96 percent voted for Barack Obama twice just because he's black, you don't think that's rooted in some type of weird racial resentment? Uh, no. Why would that be rooted in race, racial why, resentment? Why would, why would any race vote 96 percent twice for one black candidate give me a break didn't trump get the largest vote amongst white people he did but not 96 i wish he got 96 percent of what the white vote 
we would we would have <laughs> overcome any shenanigans. That would have been awesome. All right. Nice. Um, uh, 0022 for $10. He says, it's not the racism. It's not that racism doesn't exist. It's an anti-white slur, regardless of definition. Yeah. It would be like arguing if N-word exists rather than arguing that it's an anti-black slur. It's it's worse to be it's worse for a white to be called a racist than it is for a black to be called the N the so-called N-word. Because if a white gets called a racist and people believe it, which most of the time they will, he gets fired. If a white calls a black the N-word, the white gets fired, not the black. So what a mess. Hunter, good with that? Uh, yeah, th this is, I, I don't really have anything to say. You can go into the next one. Gotcha. For, uh, from 0022 for $5, he says, Hunter's arguments are just anti-white slurs. Can he make a point without racial slurs? Uh, yeah, so this again is a massive cope where instead of confronting the fact that there are uh, there's decades of data, which all indicates the realism and the results of systemic racism, instead uh, you want to basically curl up and get triggered and hide in your safe space like a little snowflake and say that actually you just don't like white people, boo-hoo, wah-wah. So you sound very womanly-minded. But you don't love blacks either because you're giving them an out. You're giving them an, ex an excuse. No, you're I'm giving, not. You you're are, feeding them no, blame and victimhood. You are putting victimhood. that on me, even though I literally said the opposite throughout the entire conversation. Thank you for demonstrating that you either weren't listening or just already forgot. No, you were know. talking out of both sides of your mouth, man. But anyway. So were you. <laughs> and, <laughs> All right. I was not, but you actually were, my dude. All right. All right. Moving on from 0022 again for $5. He says, the term Karen is an anti-white slur. Hunter knows it's Western names, which are discouraged and white erased. Hmm. Karen, there's no information or anything indicating that people named Karen face uh, disproportionate uh, uh, or, or negative results when applying for jobs. But you know what I will say is that systemic racism is not the only thing that exists. There also is something like systemic sexism, where men are disproportionately given longer prison sentences for the same crime committed by women. So when women commit crimes, the same crimes that men then go on to commit, men almost always get longer prison sentences. So we can talk about other systems that uh, uh, deliver disproportionate negative results for other people as well. It's not just systemic racism, though. There can it's, be systemic sexism. That's true, but sexism doesn't exist. It's not That's not the issue, man. You're looking at the surface. Gotcha. Nice. I'll, from 0022 for $2, Hunter is anti-white or is an anti-white. So... Once again, and this is kind of how I can tell that um, uh, I did decently enough in a debate is when there is absolutely <laughs> no indication that or anybody even attempts to try and refute my points. Instead, they just make fun of me and call me anti-white. I don't know how what I said was anti-white. My argument was specifically uh, against the idea that white people are racist. Instead, I was talking about systems that deliver disproportionate negative results regardless of the intent. So what, again, this is a massive cope. What are you, if you don't mind my asking, Hunter? What do you mean, what am I? What are you? Like, what type of white are you? Or what are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a white guy. That's it? Okay. What yeah, because I don't find, I don't take like <laughs> super big uh, uh, solace in the color of my skin. I'm, I'm white. I'm half European, part blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I don't, I don't give a he shit. He wants to know what flavor you are. Yeah. All right, let's move on. From John WX25 for $5. Hunter, you talk with such guilt. Are you now or ever been a racist? 
You speak as if poor blacks can do anything on their own, so they need Hunter. Um, again, is every single rebuttal to what I said and the data that I provided just Hunter, you sound sad in your trigger, lol? Like this is this, I don't even know what to say to that. No, I don't have white guilt by any means. I don't think that white people are responsible for systemic racism. I think that systemic racism is largely a result of negative policies that were instituted a long time ago. This has nothing to do with white people. Gotcha. And from Lord Dibby for 40, I'm sorry, Lord Dibby 42 for $5. He says, Hunter, where did you get your information? It's 2022, not 1950. Your arguments don't hold any weight in the world we live in today. Stand up. Uh, very interesting wow. that all of my information came from studies that came from uh, virtually the very early 2000s, uh, like one or two of them, but most of them were done in 2016, 17, 18, 19, and even into the current year as well. So you're that's lying. When, that's, when they, that's when they really ramped up this anti-white propaganda, these academics. Very interesting. I know. Just anything you can, the <laughs> mental gymnastics, anything to just avoid it's the reality. problem. It's reality. No, because it's reality. Really mental you, gymnastics, dude. No, you're, 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 because you're pretending that this thing is the major cause for black problems. Give me a break. Turns out that there's a lot of empirical evidence. To no, there that. isn't. And for those of us that actually, there's a really good quote I'd like to quote really quickly. Go for it. Facts don't care about your feelings. Oh, it's a gosh. really excellent quote pres uh, prevent, uh, presented excuse me, by Ben Shapiro, and I think that it's very relevant here. There facts, are facts. There are facts, facts that determine or facts that uh, uh, support my claim. And there are not facts to support what Hake says. There there's are plenty of, to support what Hake says. There's plenty of facts and reality and truth behind what I'm saying. You're, you, you're using cherry picked facts to distract from the larger truth, which is what liberals do. You're using cherry picked feelings to try and avoid the fact that facts don't support your ludicrous conclusions. Whatever, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. From Javier or Xavier Relish for $2. Do you love black people, Hunter and Hake? Yes. Do you love black people? I yes. do love black people. If I love anybody, I love black people. They're very entertaining and uh, they're cool. They call into my show. Roger that. And from um, Sho Suguyu, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your last name, for $5. Penny for the guy. Good new sub. Thank you. Salty's on. Amen. Konnichiwa. Roger that. And from Joe Schwartz for $1.99, he says, what's your favorite video game and why? Ooh. Duke Nukem. Because I liked playing it in high school. Wow. There's, <laughs> a, there's this really new cool game called uh, Soy Latte. And uh, basically, you have to virtually make as many soy lattes as possible and see how much soy you can consume within a 30-second uh, time frame. It's really cool. I'd recommend it. Are you in your 20s or 30s? If you don't mind my asking, you don't have to answer, but I'm just curious. I'm in my 20s. Nice, man. All right. And from Lord Bibby for Lord Bibby 42 for $20, he says, systemic racism exists, yet we have the LeBron James, Oprah, Oprah's, Obama's, Jay-Z's, Cardi B's. Hunter, what in the world? Sure. Boy. So even wait, 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 one second, he's not done. Uh, no. The U.S. props up blacks and simps to them. If they aren't famous, they get free handouts. So this is actually, first of all, no one's getting free handouts, but this is actually more indication of systemic racism, because if the country is overall supportive of black people, but they're still having these disparate, uh, disparate negative results, 
from certain systems. This is, again, indications that there are systems at play and not intentional racist uh, people trying to screw over black people. That's the first thing. So that actually proves my point. Thank you. Second of all, if we're going to talk about famous musicians or whatnot, even during times of Jim Crow, when there was blatant racism and discrimination against black people, uh, you would still see people who would rise to the top of the music charts, who were uh, playing you know, music. They were very popular and whatnot. Being popular or finding success here and there does not change the fact that there can still be systemic inequalities. They were better off in those days. They were moral. They had their families together. You know, they may have been poorer. I think America in general was uh, less well off. But now we have ill-gotten gain of women working and women running the show. It's I mean, I'm shame. not at all. I, obviously, that's wrong, and they were not better off then. Uh, but I morally, think that I can, they were. They had their families. Well, I think together. that I can. I think I can come to. Like they were a less very, criminal too. Hold on. I think that I can come to like a bit of a common ground here for you. That okay. maybe the only benefit of Jim Crow and segregation then was that they were kept away from people like you. <laughs> come on, they would love me. All right, let's move on. From Brandon M for five dollars, he says. I have studies and statistics that show how segregated schools perform better due to racial comfort. Studies and statistics, studies and statistics. Nice. That's very nice. Yeah, thankfully, I wasn't just saying study, study, study. I was actually citing the data that I had and uh, the conclusions that it came to. And again, you can read all of the data that I cited. But they come to false conclusions. That's my argument. Well, thankfully, and they're, your and they're intuition out. and your, your feelings never come to, uh, to wrong conclusions, of course. Oh, no, I could, I could be wrong. Well, you are, but okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. And from the Herman Cain Awards for $5, he says, um, Oprah is rich, therefore racism doesn't exist. It's something you'd have to be nearly comatose to believe in earnest. Very womanly thinking. She Based. is, just because she hates white people so much, especially now that, that she's able to backstab them like this, uh, doesn't make racism a real thing. Hating whites or hating blacks doesn't make it racist. You've never seen the color purple, have you? <laughs> no, but I've seen parts of it. Is that the one where... Okay, Apparently. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From Lord Dibby, 42 for $5, says, Hunter, you should focus less on big words and more on substance. Get outdoors and see reality. Uh, thankfully, I didn't really use very many big words here. I, I feel as though I was talking like a pretty common everyday Joe. Uh, but to the chatter, I would recommend that they take their own advice and maybe go touch grass. All right. And the insult of the night that you say you went to hear from <laughs> fuck Google for $5. I don't even want to read this. Go ahead. <laughs> it's obviously against me. Please bring it on. Hunter is just like a woman. Childish, illogical. Hake is a logical guy. A man's man. Uh, Thank really you. Kind of, yeah, that's that's a nice compliment for you, Hake. But again, we're seeing somebody else now appealing to their own feelings uh, because yeah. somebody else is basically jerking off their feelings. It's very sad. And <laughs> ultimately, if anybody's, again, thinking womanly here, it is definitely Hake and his defenders because Hake provided no evidence. He didn't really even provide any coherent arguments. He mainly just said it's all on black people to do better, lol, uh, which is coming from a place of intuition, feelings, and ultimately a very womanly-minded thing. All right. That was not the one. Uh, it's from the same guy. That's why I thought it was. Um, from Lord Dibby42 for $5, says, Hake, if Hunter reads it, then it must be true. What a mess. Shake my head. Yeah, what a mess. And I guess if Hake just asserts it based on his, uh, his gut feeling, then it must be true. I'm wearing a T-shirt that says knowledge is poison because... <clears throat> 
knowledge can puff you up and make you think that you know, and you don't really know what you think you know. This is a trap that college students and people in general fall into. I mean, they become flat earthers and all kinds of insane things. Uh, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And we need a return to responsibility. I mean, I would totally understand being against uh, uh, knowledge and, uh, you know, any kind of modern day intellectual thought, because every single version of that contradicts the claims you're making. So, again, when you when you reach a point where you're so like fatally wrong, you have no choice but to just reject all knowledge because all of the knowledge is proving you incorrect. So I understand the cope, but either way, yeah. You didn't prove anything. All right. And from Brandon M for $5. I believe he's saying, if poverty is such an issue, why do high-class black areas still have higher crime than lower-class white areas? Uh, first of all, I would love to see a statistic on that because I don't believe that's true. Second of all, uh, this is demonstrated even with when white Italians, for example, first immigrated to the country, uh, they lived in poor areas and they had higher crime rates at the time. Poverty is always heavily correlated with crime rates. Yeah, correlation is not causation. And Italians are, I'm not sure if they're white. They're if not you want to talk whites. about correlation doesn't equal causation, then I hope you're you. willing to bite the bullet that if they have a if black people have a bad attitude, that does not cause the negative circumstances they're in. No, but it causes problems for them, undeniably. So you're and arguing causation. Attitude, attitude is everything. We all know this. So decades of research, which all looks at different communities, showing that when the poverty rate is higher, the crime rate goes up. You're saying, well, yeah, but that's not causation. That That's just correlation. But mm -hmm. you're saying that you have some kind of intuitive knowledge that it's actually causation from black people having a bad attitude. When someone is, quote unquote, poor, sometimes it tells you something about them. When someone is criminal, that tells you something about them. Usually it has to do more with them than their circumstances. All right. From oh, okay. the Google for five dollars. Another insult. For Hunter, he says you're feminine and cringe, and he wants to know where your chin is. That's not an uh, insult. That was love. That's that's kind of not really a very. I was definitely uh, expecting something a little bit more savage than that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess that whoever commented that does not have a real picture of themselves and their uh, as their profile picture. All Ooh. right, let's move Am on. Am I correct, Pause. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just reading them off the list. Uh, we have shout out to Shy's Show Nav in the chat. One of our illustrious moderators who collects the uh site the super chats for me and uh compiles them into a list so i can read them very easily so he is the best you guys should show him some love in the chat if you are there um from lord dibby 42 for ten dollars he says do blacks getting longer prison sentences have anything to do with prior crimes and fighting the police or is it just a myth like in the case of georgia florida um, I'm not sure what they're talking about with the Georgia, Florida thing, but George the, Floyd. are they talking about George, George Floyd? They're talking about George Floyd. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the data that I cited from the U S sentencing commission accounted for all of that and found that even when the variables were virtually the same, uh, black people were still sentenced to longer prison sentences. The only difference between those, those two groups in the study was the person's skin color. No, there's also the difference of location and all kinds of other differences. You're not you're not being honest or you're just being ignorant, willfully ignorant or whatever. I'm sure maybe not even willfully can, ignorant. I think maybe, uh, maybe I think you just can't can help see. kind of further uh, elucidate the 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 uh, mishaps in the data. 
you have to have a whole conversation on controls in scientific studies. Yeah. All right, let's move on. From uh, Fernandez T for $10, he says, uh, one would think if your race got a longer sentence, it would make you do less crime. It works mm -hmm. on some cultures, but not blacks, if that's true, Hunter. Uh, that's not at all how this works. If you think that just like somebody getting a longer prison sentence means that like you're like, oh, I'm black. I better just do less crime. Like, no, this this is just not how it works. A lot that of the times people, a lot of the times people think that having heavier punishment for crime can try to reduce the crime. And in some instances that might work, but it's certainly not that cut and dry. 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh my God. You guys are <laughs> tripping. All right. We have 18 more questions on nice. the list. <laughs> Thank you, Super um, Chatters. Where were we? Uh, uh, like I said, me? guys, there's no guarantee that we're going to get through all these. I'm about to get to the point where I warned you, and then uh, we'll see where we get. Uh, but like I said, if you're still sending in Super Chats, there's no guarantee that you're going to get get it read. There's not going to be any kind of uh, ref refund for those. Um, where were we? Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, from Lord Dibby, 42 for $5. Hunter, do you have to go cook dinner? Happy birthday, Hake. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I turned 40 in July. It's my birthday. <laughs> uh, as far as the cooking dinner thing, uh, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. All right. From Mike Young, welcome to Extra Juicy. Juicy from Lonesome One for $10. Hunter, do you think it's possible that you misinterpret the data and pick your studies suitable to your position? There's a reason this debate still exists today. May I suggest John R. Lott? Yes, John R. There's, Lott Jr., PhD. There's currently a debate still existing right now on whether or not the Earth is flat or round. No matter how much data there is to support something, there's always going to be a couple chuckle fucks like Hake and his followers who end up... Uh, just denying the reality because it doesn't fit with their feelings and their preconceived notions. Now, if I was just using one single study to try and uh, uh, prove my entire point, then maybe that criticism would be a little bit more valid. Thankfully for me, I have decades of data and various different studies all over the country uh, which support my claim. This is not just one study. So no, unless every single study is uh, wrong, then no. It's very, I, I would beg anybody to ask, uh, who's listening to think, do you think that every single study is wrong or do you think that maybe it's just you that's wrong? Are you familiar with John R. Lott Jr., PhD, crime prevention research? Uh, I'm not too familiar with him. I think I may have heard the name before. Yeah, read him, read him some more, honestly. I think you will enjoy it, even if no, you disagree I, with him. I, I appreciate He's that, not a knowledge. flat earther and well, he's no, not a chuckle blank. <laughs> well, knowledge is poison, so I think I'll, I'll I'll abstain. But thank you. Are you serious? Come on! No, this is me being being sincere with you. Check them out, man. All right, let's. But you on. don't have to. Uh, from JS Urban Adventures for five dollars, um, and I'm not going to read that the way <laughs> that you wrote that. Um, from <laughs> he says, uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson proves systemic racism has been made real but not the way Hunter thinks. What is she? He used huh? a different word for her first name. <laughs> I'm Katanji not Onika. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with what that's uh, that's getting at, but... He's saying that, uh, that Affirmative her, action. Um, her appointment is an example of systemic racism. Oh, okay. So it's so systemic racism does exist then? Only when it just supports your agenda? That's what I would ask the chatter. 
Gotcha. All right. $2 from Mike Young. Hunter, piece of advice. Get over the white guilt. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Like this, again, This these are just assumptions because people don't have actual arguments to defend their uh, their dipshit opinions. So to that chatter, I don't know. Piece of advice, go find your dad. That's nice. Right. I want to also just announce that there is going to be an open mic after show in the Discord server, on the Modern Day Debate Discord server, uh, immediately following the show as well as my uh, after show. Uh, Hake is going to be joining me there as well. Uh, so we will hopefully see you guys there after the show. So I'm just going to mention that. Uh, from $5 from DM, show us how systematic racism continues to the, to the high amounts of contribute. So sorry. Show us how systematic racism contributes to the high amounts of rape in these types of communities. Uh, this falls right back into the crime statistics and how heavily crime is correlated with uh, uh, poor outcomes. So, or poor communities, sorry. So when we see higher rates of poverty, we're going to see higher rates of violent crime across the board. But again, we've already seen also that when you implement more progressive tax rates and open up more um, uh uh, opportunity and make sure that you benefit people's employment, maybe adding in stronger social safety nets, you see the crime rate go down because crime is heavily, heavily correlated by poverty. But your what was your answer to Brandon M's prior super chat? I happen to remember Brandon M's name because this crime thing does not explain away the vast disproportionate uh, murder rates and everything else. It actually does. Because no, it doesn't. Because of, yeah, he made does the point. Well, hold, hold on. Let me just finish. He made the point that uh, black so-called higher income communities have higher crime rates than white lower income communities. What That's was your not, answer to that? I don't remember what you I, said. Yeah, that was that. I would want to see some kind of evidence of that, because, again, it sounds like just an assertion. Read but down a lot, that, man. Don't I don't be so believe that that's ignorant. true, considering the fact that there are, again, studies which have shown where white people, if they're living in areas that are more poor, they, too, commit high rates of crime. Right, but get out of your safe space and read some John Lott and, and uh, real Vincent James, man. Don't be so right. willfully Vincent ignorant. J I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, known academic genius Vincent James. You're right, I'll, I'll go read up. And John R. Lott Jr., PhD, crime research. Well, I don't want to plug it on Modern Day Debate Show, but anyway. All right. Also, if I could just, uh, there's one other thing I wanted to add, sorry, but... Uh, also, a large reason that there are a big reason for the higher crime rates in those areas also is because of gang related violence. Uh, and again, gangs are unfortunately a natural or not natural, but gangs are a pretty common thing to come from communities that are disproportionately poor, don't have don't have as many fathers. Yes. Yep. Uh, and also have an adversarial relationship with the police, all results of systemic racism. Oh, gosh. Anyway, all right. Thank you so much. Moving on uh, from Lene uh, Lene two for nineteen ninety nine. Do you think that we have over focused on how these racial groups have gotten different results versus how we can change these results? Yeah. Second, would you accept a solution that would disproportionately affect Black people? Is that a question he, for me? Okay, I think so. Yeah. Do you think that we have over-focused on how these racial groups have gotten different results versus how we can change these results? And second, would you accept a solution that would disproportionately affect Black people? Um, I think that there should there can be solutions that um, 
what do you mean disproportionately like disproportionately benefit the black community i think that we need to be striving towards a more equal playing field to ensure that everybody has um the same ability to live out these this country's founding uh um values and pursue their own happiness um, a really good thing that I, I bring up a lot, actually, is Donald Trump had a really good idea. And unfortunately, it didn't really bear out, didn't really work. But um, he had a, he was definitely on the on the right track with these opportunity zones, with incentivizing businesses to open up in these poor areas to try and uh, stimulate the economic growth of those communities and also try and provide more jobs. So I think that there are absolutely policies that can be implemented to to benefit these uh, these poor black communities. And like I said, it didn't really work, but Donald Trump actually was on, on the right path there. We have like a lack of truth. It's not a lack of opportunity that blacks are suffering from. It's a lack of truth that they're suffering from. And like I said, that that anger that we most people, period, uh, suffer from, but different people have uh, different um, symptoms from, from that root anger. So yeah, uh, liberals do have some facts but they come up with the wrong solutions. Female-minded, so wrong. All right. From Anomic Anomic for four... Feelings. I agree, Hake. <laughs> From Anomic Anomic for 499, he says, um, uh, D.C. public schools spend uh, $3,115 per student. The district is one. Number one? Like failing or something like that? I don't know. I would think that that's that that issue that district is failing irregardless which is not a word of the amount of money that they're spending what a shame baltimore has that problem too there's a guy who's uh, a guy named giovanni patterson who's trying to sue the the baltimore schools i think because they're like blowing and wasting the money and not really serving the kids it's such a bad situation hunter is right that the schools are failing but it's not because of the poor poverty all right from mike young for five dollars hunter get over your anger so you can get over fear to tell black people the truth nice very nice yeah more uh more petty insults that are not based on any kind of actual attempt at deconstructing my argument which again shows that whoever left that comment is uh is coping they're very sad apparently and they <laughs> feel the need to somehow claim that i'm angry which Again, why are you so like, why are you so uh, in tune with other people's supposed emotions? Seems very womanly. Only a liberal, only a, an angry person would be a liberal. <laughs> All right. From $2, $2 from fuck, Google says and declares, Hake wins. Thank you. The opinions of fuck Google do not coincide with the opinions of modern day debate. <laughs> from Mango T for $7.99 says, Hunter, would you hire a person from low income neighborhoods? Nobody would because they are angry and wicked. Mango um, T said that? Yeah. So if there was somebody who had like a, a, you know, good work ethic and they wanted to, uh, they wanted to work and get a job. Yeah. I would not discriminate on the basis of low income areas. And again, the fact that you're saying because they're in low income areas that makes them wicked seems just really backwards to me. It's very anti-American. Gotcha. There's a, a familiar name. I think you might know this person, Carissa Avalone. You know this person? Hey, hey my wife is here to defend me. Yes, finally, oh. I'm safe. No, she's she's on my side. You do know her. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Five dollars. Carissa says, lawyers have nothing to do with sentencing. Study controlled. Study controlled for indictments. Judge 
judging based only on skin, regardless of experience, is still racism. But they're not judging based only on skin, Carissa and and uh, Mr. Avalon as well. They're not judging based solely on skin. It's ridiculous. Anyway. I like that you just keep asserting things. <laughs> it's an okay. assumption for you to think that that's what it is. You're assuming that for some reason, somehow, Mr. Knowledge is poison. You're assuming <laughs> that somehow you're able to determine that the study was flawed. But the but the study didn't show that they were judging based solely on skin. They in your mind they controlled for all these things, but that's you're it explicitly uh, you're said that lot. they controlled for the previous crime crimes committed, right. etc. Yeah, but they're not controlling for the location and all kinds of stuff. And then there's all kinds of crimes that are not listed in in those in those I'm things. sure uh, you're you know what you're right I'm sure if a Thank crime you. was committed that was identical to the crime of a white person the fact that the one guy was in Chicago and the other guy was in Maryland is definitely going to influence the uh, the length of prison time the person that is sentenced yeah, to. different states and different locales to I'm being sarcastic that's absolutely ridiculous I mean it's ridiculous to pretend that that's it's based solely on skin color give me a break it's oh, ridiculous right. to pretend that you can just make assertions based on your feelings and then You're the one expect us it. to take them tr as truth. Uh, no, people can see that I'm telling the truth. I don't expect people to just believe me just because I said it. Uh, you can see that you can either see that I'm telling the truth or you can't see it. Not it turns out that me. not every truth it can be discovered via our eyes. And if it was, then I'm again, not talking about eyesight. I'm talking about like uh, you can clearly you can clearly recognize that that's true. Okay, so if we were to go about your logic, uh, your logic train, then it would be the more reasonable thing to believe that the Earth is flat. But we Why? all know that the Earth is not flat. No, you can see a horizon that proves that the Earth is round, because otherwise it would be like all you'd see all kinds of other stuff. Duh. Well, gentlemen, that is the time for our uh, Q and A. <laughs> we do have tons more questions, but uh, uh, I understand you uh, have uh, prior engagements, I believe. So. It's up to you guys if you want to take one more. Yeah, why don't we each do one more? One, one more from Bobby L. Brown for $4.99. So why are the Latinos left out of this argument? The prisons hold more Latinos than black Americans. Yeah. It's ethnicism. Latinos are also uh, disproportionately affected by a lot of the systemic racism. That's why I, I should be very clear that it's more like brown-skinned people who are ultimately negatively affected by a lot of these biases as well. It's not just African-American people. But yeah, that just once again proves systemic racism. So whoever chatted that, I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting my point. No, Bobby L. Brown is supporting mine, man, because uh, the reality is these people have disproportionate crimes and disproportionate attitudes, and you're leaving you're leaving out uh, whole, whole aspects of reality with your studies that are cherry-picking. Yep different things yep, anyway. i know there's no such thing as racism but it's only white people that have good attitudes i got it it's not what i said but it's fine okay and then uh chloe mclean for five dollars canadian says hunter did not shy away from arguments and did a great job wow great. thanks so was hunter wins ah, was that a woman super chat sounded like a woman uh <laughs> chloe does sound like a woman's name um chloe does and sound then like a woman's name, yeah. north korea the, the nation of North Korea itself sent us 0.79, 79% of a pound sterling. So that's awesome. Sweet. Uh, 
And then the Necromantech for $5 says, since Hake doesn't think racism exists now, what's an action that could be considered racist against black people? There is no such thing as racism ever. The reality is the deeper issue that affects everybody. That's, that's why I'm pointing it out, because racism is only primarily used against whites, who are the least so-called racist in the country. But they're treated as perpetrators when they're more often victims of the interracial violent crime and all the, and all the other stuff, resentment and aggression I, and all kinds of stuff. Could I just get this on record then? So when the KKK would particularly target uh, black people and lynch them, you're saying that was not motivated by racism? No, it was because they were an outside community. If the KKK actually were the ones lynching, I think it was just community men who took it upon themselves to enforce the law because there was a, a lack of law in those times. Uh, from an outsider, it was especially offensive for an outsider to commit a rape or a robbery, an alleged rape or robbery or murder. And so they would get in a, in a, in a, um, the men of the town would make an example out of it. It was a, um, it was a, the, the way that they dealt with things. It may not have been right, but it was um, a community-based uh, protecting men looking out for their community. I would like to get back to a little bit more of that rather than go to the opposite extreme of just rolling over for this stuff, rolling over for crime to go out of control and pretending like they're victims when they're perpetrators. Okay, sure. So just, yeah, let the record yeah, show racism. that the KKK was apparently not motivated by racism and you'd like to go back to that kind of a time than where we are now. So you Manhood, want to go back to primitive yes. times. Manhood, if you want to call that primitive, if you want to be so self-hating that you hate yourself as a man, you hate yourself as a white man. I don't man. think that it, you need to be loving yourself as a, I don't think loving yourself <laughs> as a white man uh, means like attacking people who are from the outside group. No, not attacking you're arguing, just people randomly, but perpetrators, you want to look at who are more than not right. falsely accused and then were killed. I don't know without, about more than not. How, I don't they know were how you get killed through. without due Tell process. Tell me your statistics on more than not falsely accused. They were killed without due process as right. well. Right. I'm not for that. But you said more than not falsely accused. Show yeah, me your statistics on that. There have been various different lynchings that have all uh, resulted later and shown that or excuse me, there have been various different lynchings that were then researched and later shown that this person was not actually even in the vicinity of the woman who accused him of rape. Uh, and again, there was no due process, no trial. Instead, they just went with it and lynched him. And I, if anything, I, Hake, you, Hake, you should appreciate yeah. this. This is a story, okay? This is a direct story. Nice. This is exactly what you've been asking for. I totally agree that women do falsely accuse, even white women, unfortunately, at times. That's why we shouldn't have gone with the Me Too lynchings. It was not and just so, yes. women who would make these accusations. But right. again, but I just were, find it a But you just mentioned a case of a woman doing it. It wasn't, so, but it wasn't, yes, it wasn't exclusively was not women that made this. But it also is just funny that you're you're essentially arguing for us to de-evolve. So no, it's not de-evolving. I'm talking about returning to manhood rather than rolling to over for rather than rolling over right, right now, now we're right now we're letting criminals out of All right, jail gentlemen. crime is going up like crazy and you're pretending like we don't have a problem with black violent crime and black nasty attitude there absolutely is disproportionate crime rates thankfully though we have an explanation as to why that is and it's not no, just they all have a <laughs> bad don't. attitude because my gut says so all right. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, cool. I just want to remind everybody that we are promoting fair debates like Myth Informs Better Discourse Conference. Um, so no matter what organization they're put on, we're going to try to promote them tomorrow in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, which is, uh, I believe, tomorrow, Saturday, April 23rd. No, that's am I wrong? Yeah. 
so people check that out. Um, looks like it's going to be huge. I want to go ahead and just thank all the moderators in the chat for helping to elevate the conversation and the discourse. I want to thank James for creating this platform for all of us to debate on. I want to thank everybody in the chat for uh, sending the super chats and for uh, uh, for being great spectators. I also want to thank our debaters. They are the lifeblood of the show. Thank you both for being here and having a lively discussion. Um, I just want to say that uh, if you were here and you liked what you heard, please check out our debaters links in the description. Check out our after shows tonight in the discord and uh, on my channel. Uh, like the video if you loved it, share it if you want to spread it and subscribe because we have more debates coming your way. And thank you everyone again. Have a great night and remember to keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable and have a great night. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Kaz, really quick. I had a, I wanted yeah. to ask your permission. Can I drop my, uh, my discord link in the chat? Cause I see quite a lot of people here who uh, don't seem to be fond of me. I'd love for them to join my discord if they ever want to talk to me. Do it, do it, do it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'd be totally up, open to talking with you more uh, sometime Hunter. Appreciated talking with you today. Thank you. And Hague, I, have a good one. You and too. again, Hake is, Hake is going to be joining me in my after show. We'll be starting in about 10, 15 minutes if Hake is okay with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'll All take right, a little so break. Come join me. We're going to continue this uh, lively discussion. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. All Bye. right. I'm, back I'm going off to my safe space to cry. See you later. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.